Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. Everyone deserves to go home at night. For farmer and business owner Danielle Cucinotta, it's way more than a line about safety. It's the foundation to how she helps run their family egg farm. It's a philosophy she's also passionate about beyond her own farm gate. Recently, she was elected as Vice President of the Victorian Farmers Federation, a position she is bringing a fresh perspective to as the youngest ever in that role. G'day, I'm Drew Radford and running a farm is becoming increasingly more complex particularly so around OH&S. To find out how Danielle is incorporating that on her property, she joins me in the AgVic Talk studio. Thanks for your time. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here, especially as I imagine time is tight because not only do you help run the family farming enterprise, which is a big operation, you're also a young mum and recently elected as VFF Vice President. So I'm guessing there's a bit to juggle. So the VFF and my farming job is nothing compared to having a toddler at home. So that is definitely the hardest part of my job. However, coming to the VFF and doing my work there, looking after farmers and doing the advocacy policy side of the industry is actually quite fun. I enjoy it. I'm a bit of a nerd at home. Yeah, my job on the farm is quite I guess, easy these days simply because I have an entire support network and my family are all here. So they relieve the pressure of me. And yeah, the toddler's the crazy one. So I enjoy that, but that's the hardest part of my job. Well, talking about the farm specifically, you point out that you've got a support structure there. That must be particularly important though, because there's three businesses running from one location. That must make managing staff somewhat complex. Yeah, so we do have the farm and on farm we have a cafe and a deli. Each department has its own manager, so we're very fortunate that they almost run with someone looking after them. However, my job is OH&S and HR, and that is an entire complex situation based on depending on which department I'm talking to. But I personalise it, I enjoy it, and it gets me out on the farm again. So, yeah, I'm a half-glass-full kind of person. I enjoy the work and I always see the positive side of it. Drilling down into that a little bit further, though, Danielle, there must be a mix of skills and also language skills to some extent, is there? Yeah, so... There's differences in skills, there's differences in age groups, the way I will communicate with my casual cafe staff about whether it's HR or OH&S is very different to how I'll speak to and ensure the understanding on the farm, especially with some of our staff. English is their second language, so ensuring that I've found a way to communicate properly and having the HR side of our business has really helped because I've created relationships with each individual staff member, whether it's the deli, the farm or the cafe, and I then communicate the OH&S side based accordingly. Yeah, it's very complex, but we find a way we manage because it's just so important. Well, you do place a paramount importance on that. Why is safety something that you're constantly thinking about when it comes to your business? Because everyone deserves to go home at night. So we're a family farm. We get how important family is. 
And we obviously want all of our staff to know that they're safe here and we want them to go home at night and see their own families. But it's very much passed down through my father. So quite a while ago, when I was a lot younger, there was an accident on a neighbouring farm at the time. And dad, I guess he thought that he had to take this a little bit more seriously, OHS. So not so much like what was happening, but rather the implementation and the way we communicated that more effectively and more efficiently. And from then, he then started the process. And a couple of years ago, when I got pregnant, I thought, well, I can't do as much day-to-day operations. I had this huge stomach out in the front of me. It didn't allow for carrying boxes anymore. So I thought, well, what can I do and how can I improve it? So I took over the OH&S and I'm a bit of a social butterfly on the farm, I won't lie. I love a good chat. So yeah, it just fitted in really well and it allowed us to create a new direction for us in OH&S and HR at the same time. It sounds like that accident was quite pivotal in terms of how your family looked at health and safety full stop. Yeah, so after the accident on the neighbouring farm did happen, WorkSafe came around to all the farms in this area, started checking in on what kind of processes we had in place and we were doing everything right. But I guess the panic, like when someone comes to check in on you and finding all the paperwork back when dad was doing it, he was like, I was going through filing cabinets, I was nervous, you don't know where to find everything when you're being asked for it then and there. So we took a new approach because we thought, oh, we've got to be more efficient, more effective. And we then implemented, or dad implemented at the time, a software program, but he still did it by hand, but on paper, but he was at least having more consistency and more continuous improvement and having more accountability of himself. And then as I came in a few years ago to take over this particular part, I was like, oh, pen, paper, like why? So... I then came in and spoke to our particular software program and said, what can we do to improve this? And we then got the app up and running and now I do everything on the app and it's amazing. Just walk around the farm, take photos. I do all my toolbox meetings on the app and it just keeps me accountable too and make sure that in my busy schedule, I don't forget to continually do the processes and the policies and the updates for all our staff and myself. So rather than being a chore, this is something embedded in you and it's a living, breathing thing which is constantly evolving and being updated. Yeah, so I think OHS or farm safety or just safety in general, it has to be. It's a continuous improvement. It never stops. I personally don't look at it like a chore. I enjoy it. I don't know how many other people will ever say that, but I do. I enjoy it because I go around and I have a chat to our staff and it keeps that morale. So it effectively actually benefits us as a business because we're going around, we're showing our staff that we care about them. It creates better relationships in the long term. And then they also feel more comfortable to come and say, hey, we're not really happy with this particular thing or this seems a bit funny. So they're essentially my eyes and ears on the ground. And once you have that relationship, it's no longer a ticker box exercise. It's actually true health and safety on the ground. What tips would you give to those, particularly who haven't had your experience, to have these conversations with their family about farm safety? Dinner table conversations in our household are still just like any other family farm. So you can never really tell dad and my uncle exactly what to do. My mum's old mentality, not for safety, but 
my dad and my uncle would use it, is do as I say, not as I do. So this program actually gives me more, I guess, of a leg to stand on. It's like, hey, dad, don't forget that if we're showing our staff this particular way, you need to be the leader. You need to showcase that we're doing it all the right way and the correct safety equipment is being used. So it holds dad and my uncle accountable too. And it just gives me the opportunity to sort of like stand up and say, hey, don't forget that you can't do it that way. So the software itself is what has given me that opportunity. But I'm sure if you sit down at the table and just say, I care and I love you and I don't want anything to happen to you. So you need to do the right thing so we can all go home and argue at the dinner table on Thursday night. (laughs) That's a fantastic description. You made the point earlier on that you're a bit of a social butterfly. You like moving around the farm and talking to people. How important, though, is to actually have structure around that and monthly check-ins with staff about work safety? And how does that work in a larger group as opposed to one-on-one chats? Yeah, so we don't do um, larger group toolbox meetings anymore for a number of reasons. One, because there are three different businesses on site. We just simply cannot get everyone in the room at the same time. There is just too many different um, needs and requirements of different staff members. So again, language barrier is one, age group, the way I communicate the particular policies at the time, it's different for every staff member. And three, as I said, the relationship is essentially what has made this. So our software provider sends us monthly continuous improvement updates, which could vary from policies to proof of OH&S systems on the farm. And then it's my job to ensure we go out and take the photos or have the toolbox accordingly. People sometimes say it costs too much to have the latest safety equipment. Why do you feel this is money well spent? We personally, and I would imagine everyone out there would say the same, you can't put a price on anyone's safety, especially your own family and your staff. It's like insurance. We very much treat our H&S systems and our software and the monthly updates as an insurance. We go out, we do the thing, we make sure everyone's looked after. Ideally, we don't want to be claiming back on this because that means something's gone wrong. So it's an investment we do to ensure that we don't end up with something bigger in the long term. You're obviously engaging with your staff a lot. I'm guessing you view it as really important to have a good workplace culture, especially when it comes to farm safety. Yeah, so our staff retention is quite good. We don't have too much staff turnover here. Cafe is a little bit different. You always have casual staff throughout their uni degree stay and go, but we've essentially seen a huge improvement since doing the individual toolbox meetings. And yeah, the staff culture is quite good. And it's also a comfortability thing. They know that we're looking after them. They know that this is a place that they enjoy working at. And we also make it very clear that they can come and chat to us about anything. And they really become a second family. I know more about their families than maybe I should sometimes. But yeah, I enjoy it and they enjoy it. And You spend so much time in your workplace, so why not have a safe and an enjoyable environment while you're there? Is this about setting it up right from day dot, though, with a good induction process as well? Yeah, so I had um, the farm safety consultants at the VFF come out and have a little chat to me about where I was late last year and I wanted to know, was our farm doing okay? Were we on the right track? And 
we were doing all the things right and it was actually my inductions that were probably lacking so like it's okay not to be perfect it's just a matter of knowing where your improvements need to be made and at the time John came out and said this is great this is great this is great however you're lacking here here and here and yeah I spent the next three to four months improving those practices and getting those inductions sorted. And that was probably my downfall just only six months ago. So here I am. I'd be pretty proud of my induction. I would imagine then being proactive and fixing and acting on concerns as quickly as possible is fairly paramount to the way you run your farm and your businesses. So funny example, recently... Kyle came to me and he's like, oh, the emergency exit light isn't working. The bulb has blown. He then had his two days off. So he alerted me on Monday and then Tuesday, Wednesday had the days off and he came in on Thursday and he was so proud of himself, even though he didn't fix it. He just alerted me. And I won't lie, I didn't fix it either. I gave that job to dad. But he was so proud of himself that he felt heard and he felt like he was part of ensuring the health and safety in our business was also at the level it needed to be. So when he came in and he did make a comment, he's like, last time I bought something up at my old workplace, they never actually fixed anything. So yeah, we're all about timeliness, effectiveness. And if our staff bring a concern to us, we take that very seriously. And I mean, fixing a light bulb being blown is part of the way that you do things. And it keeps Carl happy and keeps all my staff happy. And it shows everyone else that we do care about what's being brought to our attention and we will fix the things that need to be done. What would your advice be to farmers worried about or concerned about getting a work safety consultant onto their own farms? So the Making the Farmers Safe program is fabulous. I cannot recommend it highly enough because The consultants are not there to pick on and give you some kind of infringement notice or anything like that. Instead, they're there to find flaws that we may have in our business and give us the tools and resources we need to actually fix them and ensure that we're looking after everyone. So I know it all seems scary and my uncle actually has that mentality where it's like, oh, we don't want anyone coming in. They might you know, we might end up in trouble. Whereas my dad's the opposite. Dad's like, no, we need the help. We can use it as much as possible. So I would say to everyone, yes, it seems scary, but this particular program that's running at the moment, one, it's free. And two, everyone needs a bit of help. So I would highly recommend them coming out on the farm to actually see where we can all improve. And it's for the benefit of everybody. Danielle Kuchinotta, it sounds like you're running a pretty tight ship and OHS is your first priority. And I imagine that's got significant positive flow ons for your business. Thank you for taking the time and joining me in the AgVic Talk studio. Thank you. It was a pleasure, and I hope I can come back soon. <laughs> Thank you for listening to AgVic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government Melbourne.